up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Rating. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and the doors to episode 164 are open. This week on the show, we talk about Mario Kart Live Home Circuit and uh, much more stuff, Bros. Much more stuff. What, whatever we decide to talk about on the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a, you know, a little bit, right? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully more than last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to discuss all of that is obviously in Bryce DeWitt. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Hi. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No Talking one... to me before you even introduce me. How yeah. rude of you. <laughs> this would not fly in a royal English household. You would be murdered. Yeah. Well, everyone just like, you know, they're waiting for the introduction. They're like, who is this guy? Don't. Uh... <laughs> He's talking out of turn. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. So, oh recording this episode is a bit different. We're recording it on the weekend during the day, which is actually kind of a, you know, it's nice. But this is it's just after work for you at the moment. You've yeah. just knocked off. And it's just before work for you. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're squeezing it. Yeah, we've got it like in that precious bit of time we've got on a just a precious bit of time. What day is it today? Sunday. Sunday. So just dated the episode already, but it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Yes, so, uh, much going on as far as video games and that are going? Nah. Nah. Nah, I'm a busy boy, don't really have a lot of time for video games at the moment, so. Yeah. Sucks. It does, yeah. I want to play video games. Mm. I'll uh, hold hold out a little bit anyway. Next week we've got Pokemon DLC, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to Pokemon DLC and uh, with uh, the recent update to Super Smash Bros with all the Minecraft Steve stuff, that's been fun to get into. I've been playing Smash Bros still, trying to get all the spirits. Mm-hmm. I've gone and I've got all the... Ooh, gone, and <laughs> gone and got all the new Minecraft spirits. Um, so that, that was fun. I, I heard a lot of people sort of online talk about that the Ender Dragon, he was the... Le- like, that was the legendary... Uh, spirit for that spirit board mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people say not oh, it's very difficult but um i i <laughs> i played as byleth and basically you've you verse a, a huge ridley and <clears throat> and two uh like zombie steves pretty much and um it's a hp battle and uh as byleth i just sat back and just used my bow just <laughs> <laughs> for some reason just uh really wasn't re- reacting to it at all so just because sort of standing there and it, it was um like Three times the size, so it was really easy to hit. Yeah. So that's how I got through it about the third time. So, so. Well, there you go. Kind of cheated, but it, it worked. So why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, absolutely, I absolutely love. I absolutely love that bow and arrow on Byleth. It's so good. Mm, yeah. It catches people off so much because it's just got so much power. Oh yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I guess they're talking about that. We've actually got a chance to sit down and play with Steve now. Play against Steve as C- CPUs and that. We haven't played together or anything, so we haven't mm. had like. Um, any epic Steve matches as of yet? No, I don't know if I will either. <laughs> yeah, nah, no. yeah. So I guess yeah, yeah. What what are your first impressions <laughs> of Steve? How much have you played, and what's your experience so far? No, I've played a few matches. Mm. It's too much, too much in the kit for me to pay attention to. I think <laughs> I've seen some really dumb things happen online as well, like somebody getting, uh, you know, getting absolutely trounced and. You know, as while they're playing Steve or whatever, and somebody's and they've like laid like a block that's just completely stopped them from dying. Like they've gotten the whole like effect of like, oh shit, I'm dead, and uh, they've been hit, 
by a block that they've placed before, like underneath it. And then they've just come back and hit them and won and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, I can't really read too much into this character. I'll just fight it if I have to. Yeah. Like, um, I get, this is sort of my take on the, on the character. I've played a lot of Smash Bros in my time. I'm not like, you know, big competitive Smash player or anything. No, no. No, I, I consider myself, you know, pretty handy or whatever. Yep. I sat down and watched a 45 minute of, 45 minutes of Sakurai explaining every nuance of the character, which is a lot too. And when I picked him up, I'm just like, oh, God, no idea what to do. No. <laughs> what the hell do you do with this yeah. character? Sort of like last night, I, was, I had a few <coughs> matches of him. I went through classic mode and stuff with him. And I did get a bit more of a hang of things of, you know, I'm always like mining for stuff and go, upgrading my sword and uh, working out where I'm, I'm sort of like working out how I can use the blocks to my advantage apart from just being like, I'm going to build a wall when it like breaks in five seconds. It's like, it's kind of a waste of time and resources. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun in that aspect. One thing that really stands out to me though, like for example, if you like use a smash attack on Mario, he would do like his whole knockback animation where he's just like got his arms and legs like in front of him and he's just like going back. was like, oh, with Steve, you knock him back. He's just like doing the walking animation still. Yeah, because like obviously in the Minecraft universe, those characters don't have many animations. It's very just like walk, very walk, basic, walk, yeah. walk, walk, look up and down, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So when when you like knock him back, it's just like so off putting. Like so dry. Yeah, because you, you you were talking about it before, like you know the walking and all of like the limited animations doesn't bother me too much. But just that that knock back, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it looks yeah. so weird. It's jarring. You get used to it. You get used to it. But yeah, yeah, it's jarring. Mm. I still think uh, there, there is some funny things about him, like uh, being put to sleep. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Gets in the bed. Yeah, just like a bed disappears and he's just snoring. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like, stuff like that's funny. But yeah, no, it's it's too much for me to like <laughs> pick up and like feel interested to play and feel like I'm going to get anywhere with it when there's so many nuances to it. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's a great thing for some people, but to be completely honest for me, it's probably... Yeah, probably a bit too much. I think, like, I draw the limit at maybe somebody like Shulk, who has, like, the rotating wheel of uh, Monado Arts as, like, complication for the character. Yeah. So, that these characters are just getting more and more complicated. Like, you know, Smash Bros, it's always been the party game, the game that's pretty easy to pick up but difficult to master. You know, you've got your directional attacks and your two buttons, mm-hmm. um, both special and physical, and it's sort of uh, whatever direction that's going, that's going to impact on what attack you're going to pull off. Yeah. But, like... Like it, it sort of started with Little Mac, you, you know, you've got the gauge and it's sort of, it's grown up to where it is now where the types of things you can do with Steve is just like- Absolutely it's, mental. It's, it's mental. And a lot of the things I haven't even thought of yet and a lot of people haven't even thought of yet. In a couple of weeks time, people are going to be like spiking people with blocks and just doing all sorts of crazy things. Yeah, yeah it's a bit bit much, I think. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm really, I'm really happy. You know, I, I um, really enjoy the stages. I think they're nice how they just like rotate through and yeah. see all the different locations in the Minecraft universe. And yeah, all oh, that. by all means, that's all, that's all cherry sweet, and you know, that's all nice and everything. And you know, overall, again, I've never really had that much of a complication with the character uh, being in Smash. Um, so yeah, it doesn't bother me. Um, just, I think it's probably a bit too much for me to, you know, <laughs> sit down and like learn every nuance and think about these things. I'd rather just sort of play characters I know at this point. Um, something comes out and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I could see that working out in Smash. Like, I don't know, 
Dante or something and you're like, oh, yes, 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 I have a fucking good knowledge of that game and I quite like how that game is played in execution and style and like all that and it's not too complicated, then I'd probably do it. It's like you a banjo, you know, you love that character That's and right. he came out. And Actually, Speaking of that, though, a lot of people were talking about Dante and Smash. Like, it's it's obviously been a thing in the past quite heavily. Um, <clears throat> but I'm thinking back to uh, DMC, right, that Dante. I would love to see that Dante in Smash. Yeah. Um, and I know that people don't really hold that game with high regard, but I personally do. And I know you you liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a good good game for what it was worth. But I think the thing that I really loved about that game was um, differentiating weapons. So you had your sword, which was sort of the middle point, and then you had your scythe and your axe. Uh, if you held in a specific button at the same time, you would switch them. I would love to see that in a character. Mm. Well, it's funny because that that Dante was actually in PlayStation All Stars Battle yeah. Royale. He he was like one of Probably my favourite character in that game. He was a lot yeah. of fun to play in yeah, that, that game. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just unfortunate that we won't see it in something like Smash where it'll probably be more appreciated, I feel like. The problem with them... If you get Dante now, though, it's going to be, I guess, like... Oh, it's going to be normal Dante. Normal Dante, like DMC. It'd actually probably more likely be five. Nero, I think, at this point. Mm. Because Nero was sort of the main focal point of Five. Um, But... You know, regardless of that anyway, like, I just think, like, having something like that would be good. Something a bit more basic for you, is that what you're thinking? Basic, but, like, not <laughs> to, not too basic that it doesn't have its own nuances, you know? Um, again, if we were to self-insert Dante into that, side attacks are faster and, you know, they're sort of... Mm. So, as, as far as the DLC characters go, you like Joker and stuff like that, where it's like, it's got its own thing, its own ability, but... <clears throat> Not quite, you know, mining, then upgrading and... Yeah, that's a bit too much. <laughs> that's where it's sort of like, yeah. I, I know they I know they balanced it so that for competitive reasons and stuff like that, you know, you can really balance out Steve and sort of have like a, a smooth line of progression as the match goes on. Um, but I think just sort of keeping up with... Uh, what he's doing at the time is probably not too hard, but I think picking into Steve is really annoying for a lot of characters at this point. Um, speaking characters like maybe Little Mac and all that, you know, if you're picking Little Mac into Steve, you're pretty much dead. Don't even think about it, really. <laughs> you know, if he gets you off 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 edge at all and he's quick enough at doing his job, he'll just block you. You will not you not get back on the on the stage. Yeah, well, it, it might depend. Like, if you've just got, uh, like, sand blocks, Little Mac probably had the smash through them, but if you've got, like, your uh, more... Uh, hefty sturdy, blocks. Yes, yeah. hefty blocks, like you got your metal and all that, then Little Mac's going to be like, oh. <laughs> just falling yeah. off. Yeah. Actually, one thing I found, like, because I used Steve for, like, the first two matches, had no idea what I was doing, so I thought what I'll do is I'll, I'll swap it around. So I'll play as the characters I usually play as, and I'll put Steve as the CPU at level nine, see what it does to actually get an idea of some things that I can use in my play. Yeah. And I just got rolled because I, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Because um, a lot of these characters now, we sort of know what they can do. We can, we know what the counters are and that. But yeah, Steve just absolutely rolled me. Just, he put me, like, he puts me in the minecart and I'm like, there's, it, it takes a fair bit to get out of it. It takes a lot of pressing jump to actually get out of it. So he killed me a few times just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I found also that um, you can, like, 
his ability to be able to walk and use his pickaxe at the same time while he's walking, that is just insane juggle potential. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. nuts. Yeah. Like, like, even just in the presentation, they, they showed yeah. him doing it to Mario where he's just like... Yeah. yeah, when I was watching that, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, nah, cool. But when I was actually playing against it, I'm like, oh, I can't do anything to stop this. No. Because Mario, he's does, he doesn't... Like, when you do his down A, it's just like his, his spin. Like, mm. you've got no way of actually, like, hitting down to make it go away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can... Like, yeah, you've got no way to do it from hitting him from below. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, look out for Steve and his bloody juggling because, God, it was, it was it was making me like, oh, God. It was making me get a bit upset. <laughs> I was like, damn it, Steve. Damn it, Steve. You're stressing me out. <laughs> Steve or Zombie or Enderman. Or Alex. Or Alex. I was thinking Terry for some reason, but that's a... Terry! That's another young boy in the game. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, so Steve, not in your mains? No. 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 Bit much for me. A bit much. Bit I much. love how you're wearing it, like, a bit much for me. I'm a bit. I'm a simple man when it comes to my Smash Brothers. I am a simple man. I like simple but nuanced, whereas I feel like Steve is neither, neither of those things, really. I, no. I just feel like he's complicated and... That's all he's ever really going to be until you master him. So, yeah, yeah I don't have the time for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll keep dabbling with him. I think um, I'll dabble with it for sure, but I'm not going to sit down and like proclaim proclaim my love for Steve and be like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to play this character forever. Yeah. It'll just be a thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Well, looking forward to the next DLC character, I guess. <laughs> It's one of those. Uh, I feel sorry for Sakurai. Everyone's just like, nah, that was a fun announcement. Where's the next one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, that's you know his life <laughs> at the moment. It's like yeah. work on character. And I know I've, I've said this like the last few weeks, but the the announcement that was probably the least exciting as far as like social media and fans outside of Smash Brothers go. Um, like Byleth was like, oh, another Fire Emblem character, but by far my favorite DLC character out of the two packs. Yeah, so yeah. far. But, I, I love Byleth. I don't think I'm like great with him. There's a lot but. of people with that mentality though, where like when Byleth come in, they're like, oh, Sakurai, you just, you just want more Fire Emblem characters in there. But, and I, I'm pretty sure last time we talked about this, I said the same thing, but he doesn't make the decisions anymore. Nintendo parches them to him and go, here you go. Can you work with this? And he goes, yes or no. You know, at the end of the day, he's not going to say, no, I can't work with a Fire Emblem character. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> He's like, yes, please, that's easy. <laughs> he's, yeah, exactly. He's going to work with a Fire Emblem character if that's what gets charted to him. But yeah. he can't actually make any decisions to be like, you know, I want this in there. And the Nintendo just says, yes, it doesn't happen. Mm. You look at the last few Fire Emblem characters, but they've been very different. Yeah, they have. They? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... Um, you know, they've been evolving like, since. Like Corrin, we've seen Corrin was not a basic Fire Emblem character by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, no. They've been evolving since Lucina. Yeah. It's just the problem is, is people are like, oh, I don't want another anime sword fighter in my Smash Brothers. And it's like, well, fair, I guess. You know, they could probably use something else from Fire Emblem that's a bit different. <laughs> you know, they could. They could use they could have an axe wielder in there or a tome user like Tharja or something like that. But at the end of the day. You know, um, with with Sakurai and his choices, obviously in the past he had, you know, the three in there and then he got um, Corrin in there and, you know, 
Roy back in through DLC and mm. all that, and that's fair enough. You know, the DLC was mostly returning characters for four. Um, but then, uh, yeah, moving into this one, like Crom and um, the uh, <laughs> God Byleth. Yeah, I yep. don't know why I blanked <laughs> there for a second. Um, they were they they would have been Nintendo's charge and been like. Yeah, this is requested. Please put this in, and then this is to promote the game. Please put this in, and yeah, it would have been that one. Uh, one list of characters I'd love to see is a list of characters that Nintendo's like, "Hey, Sakurai, can you put this in the game?" And stuff that Sakurai's thought about, and it's like, "No, not that," because obviously with Steve, there's a, there's a lot there, and he was just like, "Oh my god, <clears throat> how am I going to make this work?" And what they've done was just insane what they've done with the, the character and going back to past levels and making just the block mechanic and all that work in mm-hmm. the game itself. So yeah. there's just a tremendous lot of work that went into it. But I wonder what characters he said, uh, no. <laughs> I wonder if like some executive at Nintendo was like, what about the um, slime from Dragon Quest? He's like, well, no. That, one, yeah. that one's a bit, yeah. bit boring. What about Electrode from Pokemon? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, just wonder like. What characters he would have said no to, if any? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know really. Like, I can't think of anything that's complicated with inside Nintendo's library that he couldn't work on. So, something that's complicated Te- but wanted. Technically, I guess. he did it with Ridley. Yeah, he did for then, a long time. Yeah, and then he put it in because he was just like, "All right, shut up." Had enough. <laughs> had enough. <laughs> I get it. You want more Metroid representation? That's fine. I just didn't want Ridley in there because I didn't, didn't feel like he'd actually be representing representing it well. And to be honest, he probably doesn't. <laughs> like he's in there and he does this thing, but a lot of people do not pay much attention to Ridley. But when you think about Ridley in Smash Brothers Pass, like Meta Ridley, while you're on the uh, how was it the Halbert? Yeah, yeah. Like fighting that, he was a he was a big fucking dragon and. You know, he is historically been a big dragon. Uh, whereas in this, he's kind of like no bigger than Bowser. and He's like feels, a little pet. It feels very, <laughs> yeah, it feels very non-intimidating in comparison to what actual Ridley is. So I, 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 I think, I think that's reason. a that's a good price to pay to get him in the game though. Oh, maybe. I think I think it's a good thing that it's there. Maybe, but the thing is, there's a lot of people that were complaining about Ridley being in there. Don't even fucking play him now because they don't, they're just like, oh, he's not good. And uh, he doesn't invoke the same feeling, you know. And it's like, yeah, because it, you got it, him to fucking shrink him down and, you know. They're expecting him to take up like half the screen still. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just sort of like, yeah, it's not going to happen, fellas. Mm. All right. So before we move away from Smash Talk, what is a character, apart from Dante, who we brought up before, but who's the character you'd like to see in a, the next pack? You know, still probably Hades. I know it's not going to happen, but yeah, Kid Icarus character would be cool. I'm I'm yeah. I'm really not fussed anymore about who gets in. I feel like I've had my branch, and you know, I <clears throat> I don't really need to. Yeah, you've got Steve, so <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Forget about banjo, and you know, nah. I I don't. I feel like uh, you know, maybe Sora is probably intended to be there in some degree. Um, a lot of people sort of go on. They're like, oh, it's a second Square Enix representative. I'm like, yeah, but that won't matter. You know, if that's what they want in there. That's what they'll get in there. There's we just got our, fir- our second first party Microsoft character. So. Yeah, that's right. And there's a lot of people that want Sora in there, mm. like a big time. So, you know, if, due to fan demand and if Nintendo's listening, he'll probably get in. Um, 
and Melody of Memory is coming to Switch. <laughs> so I'd lo- love to see like. I know the trophies aren't there, but when you like go to the character, it's like, oh, what what t- title is this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, what title is this character from? So, oh, it's from Melody of Memories on Nintendo Switch. It's not from 1, 2, 3 or <laughs> any of the other games. That is the game he's on because that's yeah. the only game on Switch. Uh, yeah, no, that it, the, like that is the game that is going to be like a good backlog for the story of Kingdom Hearts and it's coming to Switch. So it's almost like a perfect lineup opportunity realistically. Mm. Um, So, you know. I feel like he could probably be there. But to be honest with you, like just thinking again back to Hades, like I just feel like I would love that character to be in there. I know it's never going to happen, but having a Kitty Cruise villain would be nice. Mm. Could you imagine the reaction to that though? Like, a tr- like oh, there's a new oh. Smash Bros. character. Tune in tonight for the the reveal. Everyone sits down. Well, who's it going to be? And it's like, it's Hades. And we us two are like, Yes. Yes, from Kid Icarus Uprising on 3DS in 2012. Hell yeah. yeah. Can you imagine the internet like, oh, I was expecting Crash Bandicoot or some huge character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Hades. It was like with this reveal. They're like, oh, what a Crash Bandicoot. And there's a lot of people that are just like, okay, what is, what is let's be realistic. Let's be realistic here. It's like, what can Crash do? It's like, he spins. He spins, man. Yeah, that's, that's Crash. Oh, beautiful. I'm sure they could pull. I'm sure they could pull moves and shit like that from everywhere. Of course, else of course. Stuff. Yeah. Like, there, there's no. You'll probably know. have like a go kart from. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a dumb argument, is my point. But at the same time, it's sort of just like, even if it is Crash Bandicoot, would you care tomorrow? Like myself? No, no, no. Like oh, just, just anybody. Like th- we. A lot of people would. A lot of people would. That's- yeah, yeah. For maybe a week. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, all right, Crash is in the game now. We've had our field. It's the same thing you were saying before, where it's mm. just like, I guess we'll wait to the next announcement. You know, that's what it's become. It's just become an announcement. A lot, Yeah, a lot of people sit there and go, oh, who's it going to be? Oh, that's a big character. Don't even play the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it's just us who are like, Bioff is really cool, actually. I don't know why the internet was so angry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 For me, uh, it probably would be... I would love to see, like, for example, like Rayman or someone in there. I've said that before, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I obviously love the Legends and Origins game, so that'll be a lot of fun. And there was a there was a, a game mode in Origins where like there's a soccer mode, a two D soccer. Where it's really it was a really fun multiplayer, and it's sort of like in some ways played like Smash Bros without, I guess, a special attack and a shield, really. And you could I could just really see those punches and those wind up punches being really good for Smash attacks and. Like his obviously his recovery is up B being yeah. like the propeller on his head and it'll just work so well. I yeah. don't I don't know how um you'd go over the art style. You probably have to go with an art style that's um back to like Rayman like two and three. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't do like the cartoony really nice one. But yeah. Well they could but, just do what they did with Banjo. And that's yeah, of course, like, yeah. you know, just it's close, redesign him. It's close enough yeah. to the same concept where it's sort of just like, Yeah, you could just do that. And by the way, I can't wait for that amiibo. I want that amiibo day one. So. Yeah. I really want that banjo on me, but yeah, they're really um taking their time coming out, aren't they? They are, but um, you know, I I, bought, I picked up the the Joker one because I'm like that shit's quality. And I'm like, mm, I want oh yeah, that. yeah. Did you do you take did you take out the box? Have a no, look, no. or you keep it in the box? I've, I've kept it in the box. Okay, because it's a really nice looking amiibo, and my other amiibo have not fared so well around. Children. Yeah, because you, you sent me a message saying, "Hey, I've got the amiibo." Oh, oh yeah, that's out today. So I went to EB Games. I'm like, oh well, I'll I'll buy it yep. like, online because I couldn't get down to the shops. Yeah. And it was already like sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I found one, like, yeah, I found it at EB Games. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm picking that up because it's such a nice amiibo. Were, were there any hero amiibos at EB Games yes. as well? Yeah. There were? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now that uh, Sakurai's shown off that the banjo one's being made, I'm like, 
You might want to pre-order it just to make sure in case you're not down the shops that day or something. Yeah, I probably will. So it seemed to be very hard to get, especially down our way. Like, if you're not like, I'm getting one, you're not getting one. You're not going to probably run into them. It's not until next year, so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like itching to go on. Oh no, no, no! Here, here we go, just take my money. You know? <laughs> but I do. Take uh, my yeah. twenty-two bucks. It's like just, just looking at it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, I don't have much banjo memorabilia, and I wish I did. So mm. now it's the perfect time. Get an amiibo, and then it turns into a room, a shrine. Yeah, it's actually got a different base, so it's got a cross Church. base instead of like the actual like smash base that a lot of the amiibos share. Which is uh, different. I don't know why they've gone with a different base on it. Um, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. They have, that, they have the jiggy on there. I guess is that what it, is that a jiggy as the base or is it just a cross? No, no, no. It's it's got a jiggy on the base, kind of like how you know there's flames around Joker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. So I'm not sure, but because um, it actually like half covers the base because he has one leg up on it, I'm mm. not sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I was looking at something else too. I can't quite remember, but I remember saying just the base. Oh, it's different. Yeah. Different. Different. All right. And just before we get into the news, uh, Bryce, uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit came out this week. None of us have had any time of it, but plenty of reviews and that have come out. Have you been checking out many reviews and hands on <laughs> and all that type of thing? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I didn't buy the product. I'm good. <laughs> so Bryce doesn't give a shit, but I, 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 I care. Okay. Oh no, because you bought the product. <laughs> yeah. So I bought it. It's uh, coming from Amazon. One day, I don't know why they take so long. I actually, I pre, I told you this before, but I pre-ordered uh, Star Wars Squadrons on um, Amazon, and I was like, oh, it's only like it's under fifty bucks for a brand new game. That's, yep. that's pretty good. I'm interested in playing it on PSVR, so I pre-ordered it, and it said it wasn't going to come for like another two weeks. So I just like cancelled it and I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, stuff it. <laughs> I don't know why they're so bad with their shipping. I'd hate to have like a a big thing pre-ordered through them, like an Xbox or PlayStation coming out next month. But mm, yeah. Anyway, so I'm on Metacritic at the moment. Mario Kart uh, Live Home Circuit is sitting at a 74. And uh, we'll go down. So at number number one on Metacritic, uh, Forbes has given it 80. And they say, minor setbacks aside, this is a very fun Mario Kart game in its own right. Not quite the feature-rich experience that Mario Kart 8 is, but a very fun and very clever game nevertheless. It's delightful and will certainly be fun for all ages and a great party game for whenever you feel comfortable having parties again. There's even a driving assist mode for very young or very old players, which will help them navigate courses without having to do much more than accelerate and reverse. And we'll go down to uh, near the bottom of Metacritic on the first page. And this is from Digital Trends. They gave it a 60. And they say, at its core, it's a solid Mario Kart game here. And I hope the environmental and gate effects are brought over to the main series for the proper ninth installment. Uh, as I think those additions could add something to the franchise. Still, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit has too many little annoyances that can be... Uh, uh, are elevated by having uh, a perfectly sized, perfectly lit space like the one in Nintendo's promotional materials. This might still be a hit with children or anyone else less interested is Home Circuit as a game than a toy, but anyone hoping for uh, depth or replaying the game will be disappointed. 
which I think, you know, a lot of people sort of assume with this. It's very much a novelty. Yeah. I understand that when I pre-ordered it, I knew that it wasn't really like, oh, I'm going to be playing this for 50 hours and I'm never going to get bored. It's very much the novelty. <laughs> You'll absolutely get bored and you will not play it for 50 hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, no, I understand it'll be nowhere near that. If, if I play for it, play with it for five hours, I think that's like, that's actually more than I would expect. <laughs> <laughs> but um, lis- listening to people discuss it, um, Janet on a Nintendo voice chat, she mentioned that she was constantly like cleaning out the wheels, was picking up bits of hair, um, whether it's from pets or, you know, long hair from her. From, yeah, from her. Um, so she was always undoing that. And as someone who, you know, lives with a partner with long hair who seems to shred a lot, <laughs> I guess, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be doing, I'll be cleaning up my wheels too. I don't know. But that was something interesting. I didn't expect it to maybe pick up that much hair. Mm. So that might, that might be something as well. Um, it actually it work, it doesn't work off the Bluetooth on the actual switch as well. It works off the Wi-Fi. All right. So yeah, still weird. <laughs> still weird. So yeah, I'm interested to see how it works in my own environment. Whether I can actually use it around my house or it's just literally doing circles in front of my TV. Well, now you can't take it down to the skate park and. Yeah, I know. So uh, that's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's not just a remote control car. It's literally just like it's called a home circuit because. You've got to have your Wi-Fi connection. I guess you could, you know, use your mobile phone as that sort as of... As a bridge. Yeah, as the bridge and, you know, put it in the middle of the track and t- then take it to the skate park. But It would be cool to take it to a place like a skate park. Like, you know, I feel like that's where it would be like, yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, you'd be like grinding on the rails and... Yeah. <laughs> now you take, you, take some, you take some wooden and, like, you know, line it up on the rails so you can do some grinds and shit. <laughs> Like, fuck yeah, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting mine. It's not going to be relevant, probably, or a brand new thing by the time I get mine. Thanks, Amazon. But regardless, <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, actually, I want to talk about this before we get into some of the recent upcomings as well. But um, Crown Tundra Pokemon DLC comes out at the end of next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking before the show that you're like, actually, I feel like I'm actually looking forward to it because I actually feel like playing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so I guess what other things you're looking forward to in the Crown Tundra? Oh, just everything. <laughs> just everything. <laughs> I, I just need to, I just need a Pokemon fix right about now. And I think like, that's the like most important thing. So it's, it's coming, not- it's, it's actually coming at the right time. Cause I remember yeah. the Isle of Armor, uh, leading up to that, you, you didn't really it was kind care of like, about oh, it too whatever. much. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and that's the problem is that, um, you know, they, they tried not to hype it up and they're like, now, now. They're like, it's it's very basic experience in comparison to the second one. The second one's got more content. And I'm just like, we know what that means. <laughs> they literally mean it's going to be a very basic experience. <laughs> I'm like, fine, fine. I won't get my hopes up. So I didn't. And uh, yeah, played it, got through it. Took four hours. I'm like, cool, there's new Pokemon. That's all I really give a shit about. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I finished the rest of it. 100% of it. Fucking Fort Mustard, or let's just call him Colonel Mustard. In the you can call him that, yeah. In the study with a candlestick, yeah. You know, <laughs> Cluedo. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's just the right time. I need more content for that game. Um, I want more content for that game. I want the expanded raids. I want roaming legendaries, which it looks like it will probably have, and. You know, I know a lot of content creators don't seem too excited by the raid system. I don't know why that is, to be honest with you. Um, I know just from my point of view, like, you know, we've done the raids to death. 
And just with how broken they are and without Game Freak actually fixing them, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of taken the luster out of it. So I, I know that it's got like a new system this time. You, you party up before and you actually go through like, you know, five raids. It's to like get an to actual legendary. raid, which is what excites me. Mm. But hopefully they're fixed and they're not, you know, broken and you can't manipulate them and... I mean, I don't want to be either, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm trying to be somewhat optimistic and be like, well, at least, you know, this is something that's a bit more of an activity with to do with friends than just smacking a Pokemon for two minutes until it dies. Now you're going to be smacking five until yeah, exactly, they die. Exactly. But the payoff <laughs> is good. Like it's, it's a good payoff and it's, it doesn't feel like cheaty payoff either. Like with people who reroll their dens and. Mm. All that shit to get shinies or whatever. Yeah. I I just want to get the legendaries and be like, ah, oh, yes. The only thing I'm I'm worried about is just doing five raids, taking like half an hour. Then all right, uh, oh here's a Rayquaza. Yes, here's my opportunity to catch Rayquaza. Yeah, you, t- you finally take it down. It's, it's going to be a pretty hard battle, assumably. And you throw a Pokeball or Ultra Ball, Dust Ball, whatever's the best ball to use at that time. Breaks out. All right, cool. Go home. Waste of time. All, all a waste of time. Like, I don't think it'll be like that. Like, will you just have the one throw or can you? will they let you sit there and kind of like throw balls like you usually would? I don't... I don't... Okay. Um, I don't think it'd be entirely like that, surely. At least better odds to catch it, hopefully. Well, I dare say like you're going to... They're going to be like... It'll probably be like Pokemon Go and you'll have like multiple opportunities to catch the Pokemon at the very least is what I'm thinking. Because, like, they're not going to be like, you've gone through all this trouble and effort, did five battles, did all that shit, you took down the boss, and then they're like, you get one shot to catch it. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it'll be like that. I think it'd probably be more akin to Pogo, where you get multiple chances to catch it, and if you run yeah. out of those chances, then shit happens. Yeah, based on your performance, you've got this many balls to use. That's not. That's probably not a bad way of looking at it, too. Yeah. Hopefully it works like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to exploring the... Uh, Crown Tundra. That was my favourite thing about the Isle of Armour, just being able to go around and explore it, yeah. having a brand new area. And this area is it's going to be a lot bigger than the Isle of Armour as well. And there's going to be some really great fan favourites returning. You've got Salamounts and... Uh, Metagross. Uh, yeah, yeah, Metagross. And you got you got the the Hoenn starters coming back. There's a lot of stuff there. I know that's yeah. leaked. It's not official yet, but... <laughs> yeah. It's there. It's pretty pretty safe to take those leaks into context because all the Isle of Armour ones came true. So, yeah, yeah, no, these ones are definitely real. Yeah. <laughs> these, these got leaked just with the information that came from the Isle of Armour. It was in, it's been in the game for a while now. It's like you know what, guys? No, the leaks weren't true. The only Pokemon coming back in Crown Tundra is Dunsparce. Thanks. Mm. Well, Hope you enjoy your Dunsparce. I will. <laughs> Party of six, let's go. Let's go, Dunsparce. Let's go. All right, speaking of let's go, Bryce, let's uh, discuss some news. There's only a little tiny amount. There's not too much Nintendo stuff going on at the moment, but just some little tidbits the people listening at home might want to know about. Sweet. Sweetie. Woohoo! Yeah! Is that all? I fight for my friends. My body is still so, going on with the Crown Tundra stuff, Bryce, this is from Vooks.net, and the article is, Tetris, Tetris 99's Pokemon Sword and Shield theme has returned. So, to celebrate the Crown Tundra, you'll be able to participate in an event coming up to get a Pokemon Sword and Shield theme. So, the article reads, much like the recent run of repeat Grand uh, Prix events, 
uh, Tetris 99 is getting another repeat. This time in celebration of the upcoming release of the Crown Tundra expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. So you'll be able to participate in this um, on the 22nd of October. So for in our time zone in the Adelaide, Australian Central Daylight Time. I'm kind of getting mixed up now, but it's Daylight Savings again. Yeah. Um, it will be from 5.30, uh, October 16th. 5.30 until October 22nd. So it's pretty much um, the whole week. Mm-hmm. So have at it. <laughs> if you like your Tetris, have at it. Yeah, so like I've already got this theme because on the lead up to Sword and Shield, I was like, I definitely want that theme. So I actually, it actually got me to jump into the game. Um, but if you missed it last year or you didn't have a Switch or something at the time, you've, you can go and get that theme. It's a pretty cool theme um, if you like Pokemon. It's got a nice background and Pokemon noises just spamming you as uh, you're getting just bombarded by blocks. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, so next up is, this is from my Nintendo News, and this is actually a little, um, an interesting one. So this is about an upcoming game from Feel Good coming next year. So the article is, Yoshi's Crafted World Studio, uh, Good Feel, is releasing an action, uh, an action game on Nintendo Switch in 2021. So the latest issue of Famitsu contains an interview with Goodfield president, which has been translated by Nintendo Life. Goodfield is the studio behind Yoshi's Crafter World. According to uh, Yubusu, uh, the studio is expanding by creating uh, an office in Osaka. Uh, this office will be where they will be developing an action game that will release on Nintendo Switch in 2021. The game doesn't have a name yet, and all... Uh, that's available is a picture of storyboards and concept art you can see below. Uh, Yubusa says that despite the game's Japanese setting, gamers outside of Japan will like it too. Uh, not much more information about the game has been shared uh, for the time being. So you probably haven't seen it, Bryce. I just saw this before jumping in, but um, it looks like an interesting little action game. You play as a, a, looks like a little boy with green hair and a sword. And there's lots of little enemies around, whether it's like a little cute frog. It's a very cutesy-looking game. It's what you would expect from the makers of Yoshi's Crafter World and Yoshi's Woolly World and uh, many more games in the past. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a, another Switch exclusive. But got a really... It's kind of a weird way of announcing it. It's been like, yeah, we're working on the game. It's an action game. Here's some um, concept art. It's coming out next year. Yeah. It's, it's a, a bit, ver- bit of a weird way to release that info in 2020. Yeah. yeah. It's a very... Uh, it's a very um, sort of non-Nintendo way of doing it. <laughs> but nevertheless, it would be interesting to see this get revealed and it's another game we can sort of add to uh, the list of expected titles next year. Yeah. Hopefully it's fun because uh, action, action games are fun. And, like, the, the Switch has a good handful of them, whether it's uh, Astral Chain or Bayonetta um, 1 and 2 and eventually 3. Like, there's a good handful of them, so um, maybe this one might be up in the upper echelons of those. That's what I'm hoping for, yeah. And it looks like would you, I would sort of even compare it to like the art style or look of Splatoon almost, um, and not just not just because of like the screenshot here where it's got like, like octopus and stuff enemies, <laughs> <laughs> but just like the cutesy art style sort of does remind me of that sort of um, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. So there's one to look out for. Uh, also from my Nintendo news. Uh, Nintendo Switch is the best-selling console in the USA for 25, uh, 22 consecutive months. And the article Ooh. reads... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
Uh, the latest video game sales data for the month of September in the United States is now available uh, via the MPD group. There were numerous big new entries during this month, during, uh, including Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Marvel's Avengers, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, among others. The best-selling game of that month was Marvel's Avengers for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. However, at number two was Super Mario 3D All-Stars for Switch. Sally Nintendo does provide uh, digital sales, so it has clearly done very well if we can imagine digital sales were thrown in too. Um they should really include digital sales numbers because they'll probably actually smash every month if they did. Because mm. every single article, it's like, oh, well, it came at number two or three, but it didn't include digital. And you can imagine a lot of people are downloading games these days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so the best-selling platform was once again the Nintendo Switch, which has been the best-selling video game hardware for 22 consecutive months in the United States. Uh, so, yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I'm thinking to like November, whereas I think it will be coming to an end. <laughs> yeah. Surely, like um, the Switch will not sell better than the the launch of the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, especially no. the PS Five. That's uh, the demand for that thing is going to be huge. So it's going to sell out. And if 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 we get an article next week that they still didn't beat Switch, um, that would be incredible. But I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if it's like oh shit, yeah. selling that well? Yeah, Animal Crossing just has another resurgence and Balsam by another million units or something. No, they release a new new Animal Crossing. <laughs> just release another one. Animal Crossing two. <laughs> oh my god! Never really fucking Animal Crossing. Yeah, Happy Home Designer two. Everyone's like, whoa! <laughs> Animal Crossing. Uh, what was it called? The party game. Jesus. Something festival. Amiibo festival. That's the one. The Amiibo. Yeah. Amiibo festival two. <laughs> Ah. It's just like negative switch sales if they release that. We'll just get an Animal Crossing game in every genre. It's like first person shooter and Oh, I'd play that. First person shooter Animal Crossing. Yeah. All it is is Isabelle and Doom. <laughs> yeah, this is a model, yeah, Doom Eternal with um yeah, Isabel. <laughs> so talking about the um Universal Studios in Japan uh getting an opening date. So, uh, Mario Cafe in store opening ceremony at Universal Studios in Japan. So, this is also from uh, My Nintendo News. It was only yesterday that we got treated to some pictures of the newly opened Mario Cafe in store that's situated in uh, Super Mario World Universal Studios Japan. And although the Nintendo theme park may not be opening just yet, uh, attendees uh, can still stop by and have a look around and enjoy some food, drink, and merchandise. Cool. Now, we have access to video footage of the grand opening. Uh, it's as magical as you'd hoped with Mario and Luigi naturally taking the spotlight for the exciting event that you can look at yourself below. So I'll link the video in the show notes if you um, have the time after the episode or even if you want to pause it or whatever you got to do, whatever how it fits into your life, you can check out Mario and Luigi opening their uh, their cafe. <laughs> um, go, boys. Yeah, go and get them, boys. Um, yeah, we said we said the other week, like, we, we really want to go to this thing, so. Yeah. Hopefully wanna, we get to one day. I want to go and have a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or and um, a bowl of spaghetti. A bowl of, yeah, a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> a bowl of spaghetti at Mario's Cafe. I assume it would cook some pretty some pretty good spaghetti, but... <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> you just don't know what to say. So yes, Bryce, I'm sure. That's actually the end of the news, man. Sweet. Very, uh, 
very short, short very sweet. news. Yeah, very news. Very news. Very yeah, news. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. That's a bit of a pregnant pause there. So anything else you want to talk <laughs> about on the episode? Want to go to Reggie's rec room or anything? Or do we want to have a nice short and sweet episode this week, Bryce? No, no, I don't. Okay, so Pokemon, Pokemon's next week anyway, so I think we'll probably have a pretty dis- pretty good discussion then. We will, yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll probably leave it until next week because obviously the last couple of weeks have been very short and we've had not had much to talk about. Obviously, we want to talk about Pokemon, so let's do that. Let's try to do that. <laughs> let's try to do that next week. So you got you got the hiccups and the burps from your bloody spritzer you had at lunch. My spritzer, yeah, my spritzer and <laughs> my lunch. <laughs> it hit me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I reckon um, try to talk about Pokemon next week and sort of spread that out a bit more. All right, man. Yeah. Since you've got to go to work soon too. Yeah, I've got to go to work soon. Uh, got about an hour. Yep. Give yourself a bit of a break before you go to work. Yes. <laughs> mm. Wow. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario episode 164. If you enjoy the show, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow myself and the show at iDruby and the House of Mario. You can follow Bryce at IV Revan, and you can join our Discord community where we interact with uh, our wonderful listeners and keep everyone up to date with things and all of that stuff. There's an invite in the show notes. And Bryce, this week's uh, Nintendo Jukebox. I thought I had a bit more time to bring it up, but I don't. So I've got to find one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Let's uh, let's do something uh, Pokemon-y. Pokemon-y. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can do pokemon Yeah, I could go pokemon Like, I feel like... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, a friend of mine started playing a ROM hack called Radical Red. And... Um, it's it's like a very very featured up uh, with strangling difficulty fire red uh, because uh, if anybody follows ROM development in recent times they made a ROM extender for fire red which uh, introduces everything all the way up until Gen eight so that includes megas gigantamaxing uh, raids uh, abilities moves Pokemon all the way up to Gen eight. And then basically they made it so that uh, it's a super difficult experience in terms of like the gym leaders and Elite Four and all that. And they all have like perfect Pokemon and legendaries and stuff like that. And it's sort of just, yeah, I'm like, I want to play that. But at the same time, Sword and Shield stuff's out next week. So I'm not going to expend all my energy on doing an exhausting Pokemon ROM hack before Sword and Shield. Yeah, save your energy. Mm, that's right. Save your Pokemon energy. That's right. Yeah. So, what do you think about this one? Uh, a cover of "Believe in Me" by Silverstorm. Sure. I, I absolutely, I absolutely love like the. All uh, I got to do is believe in me, Pokemon. Yeah. All right. This one's for you, Bryce. So, guys, <laughs> until next week, <laughs> the doors to the House of Mario are closed. Catch you later. 